Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Socks on Tap. Tony, I, I, my first reaction is just, fuck yes, let's go. Socks versus Detroit. That's, that's where it all starts. Because it all starts taking care of business in-house in the Central Division. That's right, I'm a meatball. You gotta bring that top button swag, baby. It is always great to beat the Cubs. And I'm a homer, so I always say they're gonna. Dallas Keiko Lampson got some beards that you should be afraid of. What everybody said when he gets out there, it's me versus the other guy, and I'm gonna beat him. So I just love that mentality. It's cool and fucking tough. Steve, Steve, would you say that Tony is mad online? I, I would definitely say that. The White Sox winner. Hello, White Sox fans. Welcome into the Sox on Tap postgame show. It's Johnny Nani here alongside Tony Marchese, and we are discussing the first White Sox win in a goddamn week. Tony, how good does this feel? It feels great. It feels fantastic. It's like a weight has been lifted. Um, That losing streak was just it, it felt like it was never going to end, Johnny. It felt like it was never going to end, but here we are getting to talk about a White Sox victory, so it feels good. And as I said, man, just a lot of weight off the shoulders is is at least how I feel right now. I would agree 100% with that sentiment, Tony, because it just wears on you And when they add up. And obviously, this is the longest losing streak the White Sox had endured, uh, the five-game skid uh, with the four over the weekend against Houston and the series opener of this brief two-game set against Pittsburgh, uh, and especially losing to a lowly last-place team like the Pirates hurt on Tuesday night. But uh, White Sox got it done. Wasn't in the prettiest of fashion uh, on Wednesday afternoon, but hey, a win's a win, and you got to take them any way you can get them. So we'll get into all the action here in a second. But before we do, listeners, make sure you are visiting ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. You can follow us on social media at ONTAP Sportsnet and at Sox on Tap. If you're looking for a White Sox or Chicago sports merchandise, Grandstand is the place to go. Visit them right near the ballpark on 35th and Wallace. Shop online at GrandstandSox.com or visit them on social media at GrandstandSox. Tony, 4-3, final of today's ball game. Uh, White Sox get it done with some more timely hitting from Yasmani Grandal. Dylan Cease does enough. Um we had a little bit of uh, you know drama in the bullpen, but overall uh, able to get it to the guys uh, that you want at the end to lock it down here. So um, you know, uh, overall, I'm satisfied the, with the final result here. Yeah, absolutely satisfied with the final result. It it wasn't the cleanest of victories. I think that's what you're kind of getting at here. Uh, there was a little bit of back and forth in this one, and and there were some points where you could have seen the losing streak continue. I think that uh, that that's what worried me a little bit. But Johnny, at the end of the day, uh, the bullpen gets the job done. You get a save out of Liam Hendricks. Uh, we're going back home happy, and I think that that's the most important takeaway uh, before we break down anything else is that it just feels damn good to get a win here. Yep, I concur. Let's get right into the scoring plays and get you through how this one went down in the top of the second. Lurie Garcia coming through. Lurie legend, Tony. Uh, one out solo shot to make it 1-0 socks. Um, hey, Lurie legend. He is starting to get a little bit hot here. Um, after all the calls early in the year for his DFA, um, those have been dispelled, and you're probably glad that you didn't now with all the injuries that the White Sox have suffered, right? Uh, Johnny, I was never on the DFA Lurie train. Uh, you know uh, how I feel about him, and I think you feel even more strongly 
about Larry Garcia. Uh, I like posting the picture, and unfortunately, wasn't quick enough to get that one done today. I'm sure it's out there somewhere online, you holding the jersey or you and Buzz yeah. uh, holding the jersey and just celebrating another great Larry Garcia moment in a White Sox uniform. Um, you know, Frank was talking about it on the broadcast. Uh, you need somebody to step up. You need somebody to to get those hits, to get your team on the board, to get the offense going. Uh, and that's what Lurie Garcia did today. Uh, he gets the Sox out to a nice early lead. Yeah, really quick. One thing on Larry Garcia, and it's always just kind of, I don't know if it's jokingly said, but it's like brought up like it's not really serious when people say that he's the longest tenured member of the White Sox. Well, when you think about the injuries that this team has suffered and, uh, um, you know, just kind of the makeup of the roster as it currently stands, we look through a lineup and think, oh, geez, that's thin. Uh, Larry Garcia is a veteran presence on this team. You know, you usually think of Jose Abreu, the pitchers and Lance Lynn, Dallas Keuchel, uh, Liam Hendricks has been around for a bit. Um, Jose Abreu, obviously the leader of the team, but Lurie Garcia is a veteran presence on this team, Tony. So I thought that was big. Uh, and obviously in the spot that he did it to get the score going here, jump started them. Uh, wouldn't be done in the top of the second though. Um, Luis Gonzalez, uh, up, uh, from the minors, he, he got the start in left field today. Uh, he ropes a double down the left field line, and Tim Anderson, the birthday boy, brings him home with an RBI double. Unfortunately, no spaghetti for Tim Anderson, but I think he's got to feel pretty good about a multi-hit day and a big RBI here early on in this game. Oh, absolutely does. And Tim Anderson's one of the guys, Johnny, that we needed to get going, and I'm hoping that this this is the game that kind of turns the corner for him uh, with, with the bat, man, because – uh, you know, we've, we've said it so many times, the straw that stirs the drink, uh, the guys that get everything going, uh, your leadoff man, that's Tim Anderson. Um, and, and to have him contribute on offense today, it just feels that much better uh, because him, Jose Abreu, Yohan Mancata, they've had a rough stretch during this losing streak. It's good to see Anderson snap out of it here with the double. Um, and drive in the run there. And, and again, um, you know, Gonzalez with his first hit uh, has that double. Um, you know, it's good to see another uh, another one up, the next man up, uh, Gonzalez coming up here and contributing to the offense uh, today and his uh, getting his first major league hit. That's pretty cool and tough stuff. Yeah, uh, absolutely love to see that. So uh, the good times would not last too long, though. Unfortunately, like Tuesday night, uh, you know, it was a brief only lasted like, what, seven minutes when the Sox had the lead on Tuesday. Wouldn't last too long here because in the bottom of the third, uh, the Pirates strike back and it was some slop on the White Sox part that allowed this. Um, after Perez leadoff single, uh, the pitcher, Young, bunting. Everyone knows it's coming. Cease has it and it was right back to him. Could have gotten a double play uh, if he turned around and made a clean throw to second base, but he botches it, and then the throw to first goes errant, uh, and this pushes the runners second and third there. Uh, and after that, a string of hits uh, brings home a couple for the Pirates here. Tony, what the hell is going on with the White Sox defense? No fucking clue, Johnny. No clue at all. Um, you know, you've seen this a few times. It just looks like this team uh, at certain points in time has either mental lapses or just fundamental lapses uh, that you, that just can't happen. Um, if you go back earlier in the year, Johnny, these things were were very plentiful. Um, they were a big question mark about this team. Um, and still to this day, I feel like the, these are happening far too often. Now, obviously, the offense has done enough to kind of cover these things up, and they, they did get the job done today. Uh, but these are these are just bad mistakes to make. Just eat the ball. And I think that that's one thing that the White Sox have done a really 
piss poor job at is just eat the fucking ball. Don't throw it. It's only going to wind up worse. I mean, he was already almost on first base by the time Dylan Cease makes that throw. Um, and obviously it's Aaron. It's in a, he's in a bad spot to even try and throw that ball pitchers fielding. We can go back and forth on all day, but it, it's not even just him. You've seen Yohan Moncada make these throws. You've seen Tim Anderson make some weird throws. You've even seen uh, Nick Madrigal make weird throws from second base back when he was there um, before he got injured. So there's just been a lot of throwing the ball around. Uh, don't like seeing that at all. It's little league bullshit that that uh, we talk about all the time. Little league bullshit. There it was again today, and it almost cost the White Sox a big one. Yeah, no, for sure. This would tie the game up here. And my, you know, I, I agree with you when you're in that situation and you've already bobbled it and you know you don't have the play uh, either place, just eat the ball. I'm totally with you on that. But I'd like to just see these plays executed. So pitchers, go and put in some extra work with Mr. Dallas Keuchel, Mr. Multi-Gold Glover there on the mound. I think he can show you a tip or two uh, on how to field the ball uh, off the mound. So let's move on, though, because the White Sox would regain the lead uh, thanks to some opportunistic hitting in the uh, top of the fifth. Tim Anderson with the second hit. Here leads it off with a single. Moncada and Abreu strike out here. Moncada kind of got hosed on his call. But, hey, lefties in the lineup. What I say last night about alternate picks to click um, coming through here, Jake Lamb uh, with a double at this spot. And then Yasmani Grandal, my pick to click with the big two RBI double uh, to the gap. Uh, just another day, another clutch hit from Yasmani Grandal here, Tony. I was over the moon. Um, how did you feel about that one? You know, it just seems like Yasmani Grandal's that guy. We had a long discussion about Yasmani Grandal on last night's post-game show and the usage and the Lucas Giolito stuff. Go back and listen to it if you haven't had the opportunity to. I know you don't want to hear about a loss, but we, we brought up a lot of good points, I think, Johnny, on last night's show about why he deserves to be in this lineup. And again, today shows you exactly why. He's clutch. He is just so clutch. And guess what? As uh, Jordan Lazowski likes to say over at Sox on 35th, he gets on base and he just seems to do it in the right situations at the right times. No, no one is ever going to be 100% clutch. There's still going to be times where Yasmani Grandal comes up with the game uh, at the plate and he's there in the batter's box and he's not going to get the job done. But more often than not, right now, at least how it feels, Johnny, Yasmani Grandal is the guy I want right now in this White Sox lineup up in any clutch moment. Right, I you can't. I take him over Jose Abreu in his current scuffles. I take him over Yohan Moncada. I take him over Tim Anderson. Right now, today, uh, you know, if if you needed a run to be driven in, Yasmani Grandal is the guy that I want up at the plate. Is there anybody else in this lineup right now that you feel as confident in? Then Yasmani Grandal, Johnny. No, the track record speaks for itself oh, just over this past week. Think about last Wednesday, a week ago today. You and I were there to witness the walk-off double in extra innings to take that series from the Tampa Bay Rays. On Tuesday night, sure, they did lose the game, but he put them up briefly with a big pinch hit three-run home run. Today, uh, two-out situation there. White Sox need to get those runs across. Yasmani Grandal delivers. So, yes, track record totally agrees with that. Um, my personal love for Yasmani Grandal agrees with that. And it's a sign uh, it was a long and winding road through April, May, uh, even early June for bits, littered with strikeouts and walks. But now, Yasmani Grandal is feeling better. His legs are back under him, and you are seeing that in the results that are coming uh, via hits now, and they are being very timely. So opportunistic, cool, and tough. Yasmani Grandal was in the top of the fifth. Um, 
Pirates would get one back in the bottom of the seventh here. Uh, we, we've got Cody Hoyer in the game. Uh, he was in to start the seventh inning. And uh, with one out, Frazier uh, hits a double. That guy's been hitting the ball all over the ballpark, so hopefully he's in a White Sox uniform soon. Uh, but then Hayes uh, he comes through with the RBI single. That puts the run across. Uh, Reynolds hits a single. That chases Hoyer from the game. Man, more struggles from him. It's rough to watch because uh, I really like Cody Hoyer, but unfortunately just not getting the job done as of late. Bummer comes in, though, and closes that one out in that would be the end of uh, major threats within this one bummer. Works a clean eighth. Hendricks locks it down one, two, three in the ninth. Tony felt good uh, to see Liam Hendricks out there. And he was pumping absolute gas, 99 consistently. Yeah, he was, Johnny. And this is this is bullpen A squad, which you want to see that Aaron Bummer go right to uh, Liam Hendricks. And without Michael Kopech, Aaron Bummer's done somewhat of a decent job, I think, trying to to bridge that gap there. I think his utilization is probably up just a little bit of a tick here. Um, and you want to see guys like Cody Hoyer get going. Um, but, you know, for all intents and purposes, Johnny, the Sox were able to escape this one, leave Pittsburgh with a win, and it was good to see Liam Hendricks back on the mound for a ninth inning because it had been a couple days since we'd seen Liam Hendricks on the mound. And Tony La Russa, um, you know, for, for everybody that wants to, you know, Get on the bullpen usage uh, topic. Um, if today was another blowout, I feel like you probably still would have seen Liam Hendricks day, even though Tony has, has been very hesitant to go to him um, for just work. Um, so I'm, I'm glad that it came in a safe situation for him and he was able to work uh, a, a a damn good ninth inning there today, pumping that absolute gas, like you said. Um, and I'm not worried about him, uh, you know, coming in and getting these getting these ball games closed out. I know he, he's been touched up a few times this year, but this is Pittsburgh. The Sox played this game exactly how they should have to close this one out. And it's just good to see, man, because at the end of the day, you get that victory beer and it just tastes better, man. Yeah, it absolutely does, Tony. And uh, like you said, I like the bullpen A squad there. Uh, and Aaron Bummer, uh, to a point, he has been unlucky as, you know, in addition to some outings where he maybe just hasn't had his best location. Um, so good to see him back on track because yes. that is really what, you know, the the, the the White Sox had when they're promoting, you know, team, trying to get everybody hyped up during like spring training and stuff. It was, you know, slam the door and it was pictures of back to back with uh, Bummer on one side and Hendricks on the other uh, with their gloves up at their chest. So, you know, nice see that in action here uh, in person on the field today. Uh, once again, that wraps up today's game. White Sox uh, split this series with the Pirates by taking the finale of this brief two-game set. Four to three uh, here on Wednesday, June 23rd. Off day on Thursday, the 24th before the boys are back in town for reopening weekend. Tony, how jacked are you for 100% capacity back at the ballpark? I'm super excited. I'm not going to lie, man. This is going to be an excellent weekend. Hopefully the weather holds out. I know we've got some rain in the forecast. Uh, I'm just hoping that uh, everybody's out at the ballpark. The Like I said, the rain holds, and we all get to uh, watch the White Sox win a few ball games this weekend. Um, there's going to be festivities aplenty. Uh, lot B's back open, tailgating's back open. It's going to feel great uh, to have the full experience of being a White Sox fan attending a ball game back in action, Johnny. I, I'm I'm ecstatic. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Big plan Saturday. We will get to that in a second. Let's deal with the first game at hand here, and that will be Friday night. Uh, Carlos Rodon taking the mound for the White Sox versus Yusei Kaikuchi uh, for those Seattle Mariners. Um, this should be a, uh, you know, Carlos Rodon, he did throw a good game out of, you know, the Houston series overall was crap, but Carlos Rodon did throw the one game that was uh, pretty damn close. Uh, obviously, a 2-1 uh, Astros win that walk-off on the Friday night game, but that was not his fault uh, because that came later in the game. Uh, 
um, and he kept them in it. He gave them a chance to win. The White Sox yes. just weren't able to convert. So uh, I'm expecting Carlos Rodon, if he's able to do that to a Houston Astros lineup, uh, I would imagine even better against Seattle Mariners here on Friday night. Yeah, Johnny, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, getting him back in the win column here. I think that uh, if there's anybody who's throwing uh, the ball damn well right now for this White Sox rotation, Carlos Rodon is is right there. I think he had a, he had a better start than than anybody else last turn through. Um, so I, I'm I'm ecstatic. I think he's the perfect guy to lead the charge with the boys back in town on Friday night. Yeah, uh, fun fact, Carlos Rodon is third in the MLB in ERA among starting pitchers, only behind uh, the wizard that is Jacob deGrom and Gossman for uh, the San Francisco Giants, who are having themselves a very nice year so far as well. So uh, Carlos Rodon, uh, ace-level shit there. Uh, obviously no hitter earlier in the year, so don't know if we'll expect that uh, on Friday night, but I think he'll be a little gassed up. You know how he likes to crank up uh, the velocity mm-hmm. a little bit when he gets amped up. I think he'll feed off the crowd energy. So uh, looking forward to that one uh, on Friday night. I will be in attendance. I believe NWI Steve may be in attendance, uh, but obviously let's talk Saturday, the big festivities, Tony, what's going on in lot B. Johnny, we're going to have a tailgate and it's something that we haven't done in forever. I know you're not going to be present for it and I wish you were, but man, it's going to feel good to crack some beers in lot B. Uh, Socks on tap crew is going to be there. Buzz will be there. I think NWI Steve will be there uh, as well as a, uh, a plethora of on tap sports net contributors will be all out there in lot B cracking them, drinking, having a good time. I'm, I heard there's rumors. There might be some jello shots out there. I do know that we're going to also be joined by some of the other big names in white Sox Twitter. Uh, white Sox Dave's going to be out there. He's kind of the organizer of this whole thing. Um, you're going to get Shane Reardon from 670. The score is going to be out there grilling some meats. Um, I heard he's pretty good at doing that. Um, Sox on 35th will be out there. Uh, you're going to have the one awake guys out there. And it just feels like everybody's going to be in Loppy for the party of all parties and the tailgate of all tailgates, the reopening weekend tailgate party. It's going to be a great fucking time. Come on out there. There will be some on-tap koozies we're going to be giving away. I'm sure some of the other uh, guys will be out there giving away some merch, selling some merch, doing some some cool stuff, and just come have some beers. I think that's what's the most important thing here is eat, drink, and be merry. And let's hope that we're we're – taking in a White Sox winner. Johnny, I believe that's a Lance Lynn start. Fear the beard. It's going to be a great fucking time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, Tony. I think it's a perfect way to kick off the uh, White Sox roaring 20s. I know everybody had said that kind of post-COVID. Uh, we were thinking that, you know, uh, with the, the calendar turning also, you know, into 21 here, uh, that when things got back to normal, it would be a roaring 20s-like vibe. So I like to apply that to White Sox baseball and the fan experience as well. So, yeah, make sure you don't miss that party. Go and look for the ONTAP Sportsnet flag in Lot B. Um, so uh, that'll be a big uh, celebration, uh, fun times on Saturday, and obviously a Lance Lindstar. Get yourself a Fear the Beard shirt. Uh, ontapsports.bigcartel.com uh, if you have not gone there yet, or you can just go to ontapsports.com, click the shop tab. It'll direct you right there. Uh, I've got mine. Uh, there are a few others out there. Our uh, guy Kirk Zappa uh, looked like he got his in today, so yes. uh, lo- love to see the Fear the Beard shirts all around, so uh, make sure you get yours because there'll be plenty of them uh, down the stretch, uh, and hopefully on into October, as Lance Lind himself said. So, uh, Tony, that about gets to the end of this uh, show here uh, is for previews um let's uh go one of our segments here cool shit we saw in white Sox land i'll just go with uh i thought it was awesome with frank thomas in the booth uh and i didn't get to listen too too much because i was out to eat for most of the game on tuesday night but today uh, i got the full experience listening to frank the whole time and i might be a little biased because he's my favorite baseball player of all time favorite white Sox of all time but 
he's hilarious on the mic. He's just got such a vibrant personality uh, and some of the kind of digs uh, that he was throwing left and right at, uh, you know, the pirates and various other teams around the league when different topics came up. I thought it was hilarious. Big hurt um, was much better than Gordon Beckham, in my opinion, uh, on the mic with Jason Benetti. And uh, obviously he was uh, only one, only guest analyst, a uh, guest color analyst to bring home a winner. So um, that was cool shit. I saw in white Sox land. You got anything, you know, Johnny, I was actually going to go and, and talk about the Frank Thomas stuff too. I think that that, that was the coolest thing I liked. I liked the, uh, just the, the vibe he brought to the booth, man, it was, it was good. He had a lot of insight. Um, Gordon seemed to talk a lot uh, when he was in the booth. And I think that there was some value that he was able to provide to a broadcast. Although, you know, if the White Sox were winning those games, maybe we would be a little bit more in favor of the Gordon Beckham broadcast, but I want more Frank Thomas in the booth. I I don't know if you're with me, but uh, if, if Steve Stone ever needs to step away again, I would go straight to Frank Thomas. He's, you know, again, there's probably a ton of bias here because obviously we all know what Frank Thomas means to us, but I, I don't think that there's a better face of, of White Sox baseball over the last, what, 20, 30 years that you can really point to outside of Frank Thomas. Maybe Paul Canerco might be right there with him, but, um, you know, Frank's still doing some of these post-game, show, or post-game shows with Chuck. He's around the team. He's very invested in what's going on with this White Sox team. He's very invested in baseball. You see him doing stuff at the national level. I think Frank Thomas is the perfect guy to have in the booth. I really enjoyed listening to him as well, and uh, I, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to more Frank Thomas broadcasts. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, when Stone does go away uh, on his trips to Arizona, that's what necessitates these uh, need for uh, different analysts coming into the booth. So uh, definitely uh, my favorite one so far. So hopefully we see and hear more uh, from Frank Thomas later on in the season. All right. Uh, that wraps it up for this show. Uh, thank you, listeners, for tuning in. Uh, make sure you get out and join us for that tailgate on Saturday. It'll be a great time for reopening weekend. Uh, listeners, make sure you're visiting on tapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Plenty of White Sox content up there in written form. Uh, more coming on the way in between uh, the recording of this show and the start of that series on Friday. So uh, th- this is it for me. I-, I will be gone after this until uh, after the 4th of July, uh, taking my uh, yearly pilgrimage up to the northern uh, woods of Wisconsin uh, up in the sticks. So uh, last time we get to hear my beautiful voice on here, uh, make sure you're visiting Grandstand. If you're looking for uh, any White Sox merchandise, uh, go and visit them right near Ballpark, 35th and Walls, and visit them online, GrandstandSox.com. Follow them on social media at GrandstandSox. Tony, final thought. Let's sign off. Final thoughts, Johnny. Uh, have a great trip up to uh, up to the northern woods, and uh, hopefully when you come back, the White Sox have uh, rattled off quite a few victories. Um, and uh we're still sitting at the top of the AL Central. Um, you'll hear my voice a lot next week. Um, we'll probably have a Friday show. I would guess it's going to be Buzz and I on the microphone. Uh, it's Saturday, just some housekeeping notes. Uh, there will probably not be a postgame show. Uh, the tailgate activities and uh, most of the on-tap sports set contributors will be up at the ballpark. So if you're looking uh, to hear from us, uh, that's where you're going to find us uh, on Saturday is, is up at the ballpark. We'll probably be back with a Sunday show um, after that as well. Um, and then uh, back into next week with the normal schedule, just uh, no Johnny, but uh, we'll be here. We'll be talking White Sox baseball. Um, and uh, let's let's continue to pile some wins on because it's been, it's been a rough week, uh, but I think we're going to end it on a high note, Johnny. Um, that's all I've got.
Yeah. Final thoughts here. Uh, start a new winning streak uh, and especially do it in front of the home fans. I think that should give some extra juice. Want to see a bat flip from Tim Anderson uh, to get the crowd even more riled up and vote. Yes. Uh, in the all-star game, all the white Sox guys, but man, as of late, uh, let's get Salvi Perez sweating a little bit. Vote. Yes. Vote. Yes. I like it. That's all I've got, Johnny. Uh, it's a pleasure uh, talking about a white Sox winner with you as always. Um, I'm ready to say those magic words. Let's do it. White Sox forever. White Sox forever.